First time we recorded this, but that's <laughs> that is not the case. That would be a lie. Right, before we talk about the L, the L of the, the, the year so far, let's <laughs> let's do introductions first. Um, so I go by the name of King K. Um, yeah, that's my government. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not my government, but that's that's me. Um, and yourself, bro. Go by the name of Ayo or Ayo. <laughs> if you're the English people but yeah um, we met in university me and Bola here we've been friends for like a few years yes yes and this is something that we've been planning for a while but for the people who do know us or at least know Bola knows that I'm always late <laughs> always late but yeah. here we are we finally got here finally recording you know Pra-t- I'm excited pragmatism is key in life kids honestly just do it <laughs> that, that night I've <laughs> just do it but yeah, no, like, where we're going to start off at the beginning of this is that I'm going to take a bit of the lead here. Um, not too long ago, I, started, I wrote my first ever blog post about my experiences with anxiety. And I shared it out actually on WordPress, speakout.wordpress.com. So have a, have a look at that, check that out. Um, the E in speakout is actually free. Um, just to make things difficult. Just to make, just to make things difficult. Does. I'm pretty sure because the other domain name was taken or something like that. But anyway. Always <laughs> stealing domain names. <laughs> anyway, yeah, like I just it was something that I'm not gonna lie, it took me ages to do. Um I'd been planning it since like November, December like twenty seventeen, where basically at the uni we went to Loughborough, I got invited to talk on this um Black History Month, like mental health panel, talking about your experiences with mental health. And that was like, for me, the first time I'd ever spoken about it. And I was invited by one of my mates, this girl called Ola, um, to come and chat on it, shout out her. And met one of my other good mates now, a guy called Danny, who had also written his own blog and his own experiences. And then I, I think, I'm not sure, I think I had read his blog before I even met him. But then I met him on the panel and then like, became close and I saw it and I read it again and it just kind of inspired me to like this is something I should do and I think it would be important to like put out there so obviously at the time I was still in my final year of uni so I didn't really have I don't have the organisational skills in general for, <laughs> for just to do uni let alone crazy, start man. writing on the side so it's a big, um, it was a big moment actually like not to like I feel like you're underplaying it 
Yeah, um, it was it was it was it was very big moment. It took like a lot of courage, a lot of respect. The post was epic actually. In fact, actually, yeah, on my Insta as well, AYO underscore AA, um, there's a link to it too. And um follow me. I follow back. <laughs> if you're buff, if I'm you're joking. buff. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. But yeah, and no, like he also follows follows ugly girls, like oh, right. goodness. <laughs> so don't don't be shy. <laughs> No, so yeah, it did, yeah, it did take a lot of effort, but obviously I was doing my degree at the time, so I thought, let me just focus on that, secure that 2-1, and then, yeah, just around this December time, I finally dropped it. But yeah, no, it was just, it's just one of those things which was, I felt, not to sound like too, like, philanthropist kind of like, but it just is something that I felt like that needed to be done on a wider scale. Like, for me, at first, it was just like, I wanted to, like, I just wanted to, like, get all down on a piece of paper and just put it out there because it was something that had become so kind of common to me and something that I feel that, like, was such an important conversation to be had. But it was actually when I started to look into, like, stuff I wanted to add to it and started looking at more of the statistics that, like, I came across some things which were, like, mad where I was, like, it was, that like, it was, like, last year, over 500,000 men had tried to take their own life. Which was that's crazy nuts, and it was like yeah, and and I think the one that got me was that like the when you scale it down to like a week, it was like eighty four men a week, and then I was and I I mean I saw those statistics and I was like that's actually like insane, that's actually nuts, that's like it's abnormal, like, and I feel like there's so much conversation, there is like there's a lot better conversation. We all know we live in an age of like especially Twitter recently where like there is so many like mental health campaigns and so much kind of talk on it there is but I still think on a certain level there is still like an element of like maybe even internalised stigma amongst men to be able to like come to the forefront and say it because I think so many people will like retweet a tweet or share a post about someone else keyboard warriors yeah it's not it's not even keyboard warriors it's more just like sometimes a retweet just really isn't it like, I, I understand it, and I understand the kind of, like, awareness thing going on. But, yeah, there's there's so much there's so much more um, going on with the individual. And, like, I, I it's kind of, like, one of my pet peeves right now. It's, it's like, in this digital, like, age, we so just, like, we miss this, like, human interaction part of, like, our lives so much. It's yeah, no, it's right. true, but, like, I felt like... What it is, and especially why I thought maybe for me um, it was important to do, was because on that kind of line of logic where, like, a lot of people would be happy to support other people, you know, speaking about their what, what they've gone through, but they themselves would be like, oh, I probably would never. Yeah. That, like, it's just that I just felt like I knew that a lot of people who knew me, and it was kind of confirmed after I wrote it, thought like I would be the last person to like be going for something like that on such a consistent I was, basis I was, gen- I was genuinely shocked considering like I'm I consider myself one of your closest and I was shocked you are sorry <laughs> <laughs> I was actually shocked kind of like thinking how like how you can be so close to someone and like miss these like kind of things and, and that's just it like it's also like yeah I guess that's, that's double problem in the sense that number one like, and it was confirmed after I posted it that a lot of people, like, genuinely, seriously, like, well done for doing that, but I did not even think you're the last person I think would be, like, going for something like that. Mm. 
And also, like Bolly just said, that something along those lines that you just know that um, for so many people, when you know that so many people can just hide it away and you can be still be so close to them, that it makes you just maybe a bit be a bit more aware of like the people around you or maybe hopefully some of the things I rated there people maybe to realise certain signs that if certain people are off in certain situations or yeah. something along those lines so yeah no I just thought all around it was just like it was it was definitely it was definitely tough it definitely took time for me to do because like I'd be writing it and when I'm writing it I'm never really when you're writing something it's a bit weird you never really think about the actual clicking post you're just like I'm doing it I'm in my own zone like I partition my days into when I write a bit or when I'd research a bit yeah and then when it actually came time to like post it I was like no I don't want to do this I don't actually want to do this anymore nah, I don't know I just I went through like a little cycle of it again and then yeah I eventually did it and obviously naturally I have a lot of good mates and a lot of good like even just people who aren't super close friends who were super who were like very supportive very understanding but yeah like it's a conversation that still needs to be had. And I was just glad I could add to it, really. Yeah, I feel like... You know what's really interesting about your case in particular? It's like, if... Obviously, you guys listening might not know him as well as I do, but he is... He's... He's an outgoing guy. He's the supporter to the group, often, like... Very much, like, a smiley person. It's really interesting. And this isn't, like, coming from a mad celebrity that is, like, kind of, like disassociated from the real world anyway like this is a guy that is like anyone can relate to you like that's kind of like where the power comes in it for me it's like this can happen to anyone like Mm -hmm. this isn't just for people that are going for a madness like yeah no also i'm glad you raised that point because it was part of kind of what i put in kind of what i wanted to kind of how should i say the take on it to be that um so much of the, I feel like so much of kind of like the modern day narrative about mental health, even though it's good that it's been spoken about, is a bit, in lack of a better word, overdramatic in the sense that so I feel like every single time when they're talking about whether it's like depression, anxiety, it has to be, someone has a post of like, oh, I tried to kill myself five times and I tried to, and then I left the house, I left my house, abandoned my family and then I went, all these kind of like overly like, Thing cases, and, but and, reality, these, and these things matter at the same time. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely, exactly. Like, I don't want to belittle anyone's experiences. Any single person who comes out and says it, it's really important. But what then happens for some people's perspective? They it's it's easy to trivialize things because they might be going through something, and they see every single person who maybe who maybe is like going through like the same thing talk about it in such a dramatic way, and they're like wait, yeah, I'm going through this, but it's not that bad. So they just throw in the whole, like, throw the baby out of the bathroom and the whole thing. So, and this, and speaking to all men, especially men out there everywhere, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter, like, the kind of... Unless it's serious, chat. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, this, this goes top to bottom. Like, yes, we, we all go through hard times and you can experience it at so many different levels. But you really, really need to understand is that it's really important to be in tune with yourself, be in tune with your emotions. Like understand that sometimes it's okay to like really speak about it 
and identify why you feel like this. Because that was a big thing for me as well. No, yeah, but also, like, I saw, like, I had this really good point um, made by a few people online that it is, it is a societal issue in the sense that you have people who have for so long, like, been... You can never, maybe not explicitly talk, but implicitly talk for so long that communicating their feelings in such a way is like not necessary, it's not what for men to do. Mm. And I think it is a bit irresponsible and a bit like short sighted to say, okay, now just suddenly tomorrow open up about everything. So, like, and I think also, like, you don't have to be just because, for example, I chose to write about my experiences, it doesn't mean you have to, and it doesn't mean, um, you have to do everything to the same extent as every one of those in the evening standard health campaigners who are going ham by it. But it's just about really what I I think my main, not main aim in this whole kind of narrative to be in all the work I do towards it is just to be like, no cry, it's super normal. And like, it's not just super normal, it's just also not as extreme as it may appear. So you don't need to wait until you maybe you feel you're suicidal to be able to say yeah because in reality I can definitely I can quite confidently say and I don't want to say it anyway like I'm saying like I'm proud of her I've never been in any way suicidal and I've never been in any way in a deep dark place if I'm going to be honest but like it was just it's like a niggling ongoing thing that like yeah. peaked and fall but like and that's why I'm just saying you can have something that presents itself in a certain way which you then compared to every single horrific extreme case, that doesn't mean your one is any less, like, mm. relevant or to, or to even just be looked at, obviously, but... For me, I feel like the power, the power in the conversation, from my point of view, is this kind of, like, idea of identifying, like, why you feel like this. Because a lot, a lot of people, because it's, like, this kind of, like, taboo subject, especially amongst, like, black community, mm. and, like, um, amongst, like, a lot of, like, alpha men or men in general, it's, like... It's very, it's very much like understanding. Oh, raw that empty feeling or that like feeling that not in your stomach sometimes, or yeah. that feeling of not wanting to get out of bed in the morning, or that that thing that is that might be your anxiety, that might be your stress, that might be your depression. Like these, to actually put a name on it and then address that problem is really important. Do I, not I do not feel like you have to almost kind of be in this constant self like civil war and kind of like battling against like your mind because you've got so much shit going on anyway. Yeah, and like I feel like it's that's really what it is because sometimes, especially just with the nature of a lot of like mental health disorders, um, well, I can definitely say because anxiety specifically. Or, or even depression, but a lot, a lot of kind of what can help it is is simply being aware of it. And don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to uh, generalize this to many things because there's many, many, many majority probably like mental health disorders which you do need to seek professional help. And again, anxiety, depression, these are all things you should should seek. You should be able to or feel confident enough to seek professional help for. But for a lot, of, a lot of the things, for example, my anxiety, it was knowing when I labelled it and when I knew what it was, that was for me, like, that was my first step. Like, even that in itself immediately made me feel a little bit better. And it wasn't mm. until I took more 
And so I did more like in-depth kind of like introspection and I looked at more like what was maybe causing it. And I took more active steps to not get, it wasn't then until, it wasn't until then that it got much better. But still like, we have to have a starting place across the board where it's like, okay, these are what things are. Because otherwise, if, if, if there's no general consensus of what a thing is, then already people are losing out. Precisely that. And it's precisely that whole, like, idea that, um, yeah, once, once you kind of, like, take the curtain off, like, what is the unknown, you kind of, like, really need to, like, identify that. Um, yeah, it's, it's weird, bro. It's, it's, really, it's really strange, actually. And um, I, think it's, I think it's people like yourself that are, like, being super courageous on this. And it's kind of, like, highlighting, yeah, the importance of why we kind of, like, speak on these kind of things. So, yeah, that's... I know we started heavy there, right? <laughs> we came, we came in strong. But, like, as really because we, like, I, I, I dropped the post and then I was, like... I also mentioned the pod in there. I just didn't want to seem like I didn't... I didn't want to wait till, like, a later episode. Because <laughs> it's already been, what, like, two months since then. Yeah. So I wanted to make sure I connected it in, bring it up again, um shamelessly self-promote me for, for yeah. a bit um, for that actually for that blog post funny enough um, it's not just going to be a mental health like blog post that was for me it was like two in one I wanted to start writing about quite a few things but it's something I wanted to open up and chat about um, to begin with so like yeah so there'll be a few more things coming up so subscribe pay attention speak out speak out.com wait well, not speak out.com speak out wordpress.com but if you just go on my insta which is ayo underscore aa um the link's there in my bio so, that, so that's calm yeah but honestly like closing closing the subject is it's, it's so important it's mad important like i think it's it just it does annoy me though because i do see so much of kind of like i don't even want to say people just doing it for like image whatsoever but it is a bit that and then it's it is such an important topic to have like a at least a base general consensus of that like this is what goes on in people's minds when you look at how prevalent it is amongst men and women that it's just it's just something that needs to we need to get to a place where it's no longer a discussion where it is and it seems and this is a bit of a cliche now i think it's been said so much but like where it is like oh you can say i've had a bad week mentally the same way you could say i've had the flu or I've had a cold. Yeah, Not for real. We need to get yeah. that. We need. To, we do need to get to that point. Because yeah, five hundred was it? Five hundred thousand men. Five hundred thousand men last year, and on the, uh, just in general dealing with mental health problems, one in eight men in the UK have experienced. It's, it's, it's too many. It's it's too too many, and if you're one of those guys, please like, kind of like it's not even about. It's not this kind of, like, get help, shout thing. It's more, like, look after yourself. Like, speak to people. Like... Yeah, but also, like, I don't... This is also, like... I'm not even coming as, like... um, Because I'll throw it in there, shamelessly. My degree was in psychology, but at the same time... Yeah, just so you guys know, he's he's not absolutely chatting (laughs) out of his ass, which I may be doing. (laughs) No, but... um, Ayo actually has... um, like education in this space <laughs> <laughs> yeah but even stats still like I, I don't claim to have super much knowledge when it comes to diagnosis and there's people who are paid a lot of money to do those kind of things 
But honestly, it's just about, it's not about saying, okay, now you, you have to go speak to your friend or even go and bother your friends. Be like, oh, you okay, you okay? Because yeah. everyone's, everyone's, yeah. everyone's an individual and you. some people don't want to be badgered or whatever. But it's just about, at least you probably will know what is the best course of action to take you, to, to help you and take you from where you are to maybe to a better place. So at least if we just can have a general consensus of at least this is what you're deal- dealing with, as like a base, whatever, yeah. then whichever route you decide to take, whether you want to speak to a friend, yeah. whether you want to get professional help, whether you just want to read about it some more, it's all part of the same, the same a, picture in it. It's the process. So yeah, no. And what's, yeah, what's, what's actually... Yeah, it's, it's, it's a really interesting space, man. I think, I think we're kind of like witnessing kind of like a new era of how we approach this epidemic you know mm. like this thing that's happening to everyone but no one's talking about enough i know recently we've had like a lot more talk about it and it's kind of like a buzz thing like mental health it's uh, like kind of like what's what's the new thing for us to deal with i know um the princes have really like taken like that handle the hell, yeah yeah but you know what to just take it back to the people because the people to me is what matters yeah like identify it like think about it let it be more part of like almost like our everyday lives and how we grapple with this thing that's just hurting way too many of us yeah and i think if we can like get to a point where we are able to talk to ourselves better mm. and be more in tune with ourselves i then, think yeah that's, I that's think pretty much it one step closer Ment- mentally Speaking of mentally, which kind of like segues me into what wow, I've, I've been... Nice little segue. Okay, yeah. I'm ready. What's next? Mentally, what I've been like thinking about recently. Um, we're like, what, the back end of January right now. And I've been kind of like... I've been looking at um, resolutions, man. I've been thinking about how January seems to last forever. Like, this is yeah, it's the 84th day of January. <laughs> no, to be fair, I think this January's been quite long. Really? Last, last January was the longest January of my life, but that's probably because I had exams. Last I, January, I feel like I feel like January just won't end, and the weather's <laughs> just getting worse and worse. It, it was like sleet outside, no, it was snowing. I had like I had, a meet, I had a meeting after work, and it was normal cold. And by the time it was around five or six, the way it was snowing. Honestly, like it was, it was so weird. Like I was um, midweek, I think. I was inside in the office, like in a London, and like I saw it snowing, but (laughs) (laughs) but um, no, nothing like settled. And then you come to like my area where we live here. It was Narnia out here, bro. (laughs) I was, I was like, yo, why, why is the snow everywhere? Like, why, why, why is everything white? (laughs) I'm gonna fuck about catching pneumonia. I'm I'm playing about too much with this, like, because sometimes I just forget think. I can, go, I can go wear a shirt and a jacket. On the way here, I did that. Just shirt and jacket. Mm, I'm not finished. It's not, it's not the one. It's not the one. But yeah, like, in, with January comes um, resolutions. Well, especially on the new year. And I was kind of, like, playing with the ideas. And I feel like we've had, like, a load of, like, these resolutions and throwbacks and this 2019 kind of, like, vibe to, like, everybody right now. I feel we go into January so, like, full of hope. And then we kind of, by the second week, we are really, like, just <laughs> suffering from those winter blues. Do you know why? Do you know why? Resolutions. Because of the bills. The bills. <laughs> the bills. 
Oh Dude, my goodness. Do you reckon the financials? Well, I feel like all the, posit- all the positivity of the new year drops for that first direct debit. <laughs> gets, gets, gets jacked out of your account and you haven't been paid yet. You know what? It's a, it's a, it's a mad concept because um, I, was, I was doing some reading off of resolutions and it's like, um, I think it was 22% of people have scrapped their New Year's resolutions after the first two weeks. 22%? Yeah. This goes up to 40% when you look at January as a month. So 40% of those billions of resolutions that are made on that... Wait, no, but that, that can't be a study of the world. That can't, that can't, it may not be a study of the world, but I'm, I may be hypothesising. <laughs> but um, I'm, I am going to hypothesise. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to like, spread it out there. I'm going to say, say there are a billion resolutions made, 40% of them gone after January. I just think that's mad. I think, and you know what, 38% say that it's all about exercise, getting fit, doing this thing. And I, I, I just kind of, because I gave up on my resolutions. Well, I haven't given up. I just okay, okay. I haven't started yet. Do you want to say what your resolutions are? Well, and then say the res- one of my resolutions was healthier lifestyles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get to the gym a little bit more. I'm going to try to eat better. None of that's happened. But I'm I'm trying to say that I just haven't started yet. Yeah. Like I reckon when I once I start, like I just need to get that mental block of starting and then once I begin it's done. Then it's carpet. But like gym memberships, all of that, going to the gym, hitting it, like giving up after a month, that's mad to me. I <laughs> I think I think it's like a... so we we need to solve January, bro. Because I think it, I think it's a serious issue of like I said we need to solve January. Yeah, we need Let's to solve January. Well, I think okay. we just call the reason it why people <laughs> think is that weirdly enough, I can't even remember in this shit. But one of my last exams was about why people, say for example, trying to go to like Alcoholics Anonymous meetings or like any sort of something like that, or like Weight Watchers, whatever you mm. want. Why? What are the barriers to them like attending? Right? Do you reckon Alcoholics Anonymous talk about dry jam? <laughs> <laughs> You're a dickhead. The last about it, it took, it took me a while to process that. And I was like, wait, what? Maybe. Fucking idiot. Yeah, they do. They give them a free bottle and they do. It's just like, Corona, gin. No, but um, basically, what they said was that people who... I don't know, dry jam is a dry white wine. <laughs> oh, okay. Now, now, we may even forget the study. Now, what is it? Okay. Now, the study basically said that when people want to... Um, when you want to in- increase people's percentage of like attending stuff like that and going through with things, people have to people improve when they plan about the obstacles that are going to come in their way and how they're going to overcome the obstacles. There, but so, that, but people have no contingency plan when they do. There, people are like, okay, from 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 January first, I'm gonna read two books a day, go to the gym nine times a week, <laughs> fucking I don't know. Like become a millionaire by end of February, and then they don't have, and there's no like, okay, I'll do this on a Monday, I'll do this on a Tuesday, and then so obviously you're gonna burn out by the end of the week because you haven't even. This is me talking about myself, like because you haven't even, you haven't even gone to bed on time, so you wake up tired. You Lord, yeah. See, I think if you just break it down to that little thing, like okay, go to bed before one a.m. Like let's let's try it. Yeah, let's try that world. <laughs> the thing is, like I think that I might set you up very nicely. <laughs> I start to plot how much my sleeping schedule actually gets in the way of me getting shit done because when you start like you wake up late because you say oh even if you go to a late hour just wake up earlier but then when it's not by force 
But if you're not getting being dragged out of bed to go to work, yeah, you're not going to move from that bed because the willpower that you had to not go to sleep is right. the same willpower you'll have eight but, hours later. But so. I blame Netflix. Blame I, yourself. I blame I Netflix. <laughs> I, they can't. They can't have that. Like the way you can just flip to the next episode so swiftly. All of these cliffhangers, I blame Netflix because I can't. I now can't go to bed without slapping on Netflix and watching it for an hour. Like, that's why. That's actually what I've started. I, I don't watch Netflix in bed, but I'm always. Well, I'll go to bed at like eleven. I'll be on my phone until like suddenly it's one thirty, and that's why I've started to think that maybe I should. What I want to do is put my phone downstairs and have it charged downstairs, but I need my phone to wake me up. So and that's, that's need, So now you just need to get an alarm clock then. Like yeah. an old school. But, but I don't want. I don't, don't want to do that. I don't want to. It's <laughs> crazy, right? You yeah. gotta like stay away from the technology. Yeah, right? it's just parts of your sleep. You're on it all day. It's actually. It's yeah. It is inherently crazy. Yeah. Okay. My resolution. My resolutions were more along the lines of, well, it was just about getting shit done. Like I think my biggest issue in everything I've ever done is my time management is awful, which means that, which. I say awful. Some people who know me listening will be like, that's an understatement. But my time management is terrible. So that means that like, so many, so I, I will get things done eventually, but I'm always under duress. Like, <laughs> instead, of, instead of just, like I'll say for example, I have to go out in the evening around eight o'clock and I know that. Instead of me getting up at like nine, 10, going to the gym, yeah, practicing whatever I do, like I'm, practicing piano recently so yeah. I do that oh, and then right. like say if I want to read, read a book do that and then chill for a bit and then go out I will not do absolutely anything until about four then I'm rushing gym running back home yeah. doing all that and then I'm eventually always going to be late to the motive and it's time, just... time is so precious though bro time is so precious like that's what since working like full time like doing all of that um, trying to run a business at the same time. Time is... Yeah, hold on. Plug the business. Plug the... <laughs> oh, yeah. If, if, yeah, if you guys want garments, if you want real designer clothing, um, you need to hit up Tish, T-S-C-H. Um, it's it's going to be the brand that basically represents, like, Afrocentric British culture and just kind of, like, give give a new perspective, a new narrative to, like, a whole culture which through the kind of like platform of fashion. So I think it's a cool, it's really cool. The collaborations coming up are really cool. So yeah, TSCH, that's the app, link in bio on the Instagram, all of that. Yeah, so yeah. Have you seen, have you, we'll say socials at the end, so you'll be able to find all our stuff on both our... Yeah, definitely, definitely. But yeah, I think, yeah, kind of like where um, resolutions took me was really interesting the fact that we we go into 2019 with all of this kind of like hope and dreams and like we break it down like so quickly but by the time we hit feb it's like nothing has changed we might have even taken like steps back and it's kind of like i'm just exploring as to why are we like this like why do we do these things to ourselves but also are there any, like, roots in, like, or there any, like, practices in kind of, like, changing this? And what you mentioned there, like, a little bit is kind of, like, actually create contingencies, actually, like, make 
these little goals like achievable like going to bed on time like weird yeah. stuff like that you're asking it's big like, questions like, like, it's, it's actually it's actually mad like adulting is crazy bro it's, I'm, I don't want to do it to honest. adulting I'm is tired. very I'm tired. crazy I'm tired but the thing is yeah that's what all it boils down to right is that like you can you can you can read and watch as many motivational videos as you like you know that like motivational video everyone watches yeah. it's like it's not about how hard you can get hit it's about <laughs> how much you can get hit and get back up <laughs> keep moving forward you can watch as many of them ones or many Instagram influencers it's always an American videos. It? it's always yeah. an American because they make a business of it but at the end of the day like all it really boils down to and this is me being hypocritical because I have this same pep talk with me every Monday is just actually just doing it like creating yeah. a plan, creating you're gonna do this at this time per day. Like you, yeah. you see the people around you who are good at time management, and then you okay. You wonder how certain people get so many things done, right? And then those kind of people, when you when you're close to them, say for example, people you were close to at uni or just people you spend some time around now, you'll see why they get so much shit done because every every part of their day is filled up with doing stuff. And the worst yeah. thing about it, if you and this is another one, this is me just giving a pep talk to myself, but if you actually just spend each day, not even doing the, the most, but just doing like a normal amount of things, the amount of work you'd get done in six months is probably the same you've done in like two years. It's crazy. And it's annoying to think about. But Being able just, to just do is very, it's, it's, it's as simple as it sounds. It's so hard. No, a lot me. of people can't do it. And also, because like, obviously when so, cause so many things, come <coughs> up, so many things come up, don't they? Like so many things, do happen in life and that's just real but like yeah. a lot of the time if we're, gonna be, if we're gonna be honest like you don't get stuff done because well I don't get stuff done because I've just spent too long on Twitter or I don't get stuff done because I just I'd sleep too long or I decided someone's shouting at me like oh do you want to come here and reality I already have a plan for my day but then I'm like you know what I do want to go for a drinking box park so let's do this yeah and, yeah yeah and yeah, instead yeah. but in reality I should be like no I had a plan for my day yeah I can maybe saying, saying no is also a massive thing that I'm trying to do this year just saying no say no really. you say that but you're the biggest culprit of like getting me <laughs> to, to fight him bro you want to go alright sure <laughs> sign me up I'm ready I'm, let's go I, uh, I need a rave <laughs> let's go out <laughs> written up for the rest of the week yeah yeah no that's that's important ah you know what's also been giving me life these 10 year challenges that let's talk hit. about this <laughs> these... hey, the reason why i'm laughing is because i i wasn't gonna do it i even tweeted that like my stock market value would drop i i went and found pictures of me 10 years ago yeah <laughs> what on earth I just, I just don't even understand how a person can be that skinny because I'm pretty. I look. I, I was. And the thing that was given the reason what made me cry of laughter is that the picture I've actually did did a ten year challenge on my Insta. That picture was from the end of year nine. I'd been. I was three years deep. Wow. I was three years deep. So technically, it was like a so nine, yeah, eight, yeah, nine, yeah. eight year yeah, challenge. Yeah. It wasn't exactly ten year, but you know, whatever. Life. <laughs> and then I was like, raw at the end of year nine. But no, these challenges, these challenges are a joke, though. So been why was there so much colour ten years ago? <laughs> I don't, know, I don't know where. Like, I don't know what we thought we were doing. But it was no, with, it was, with it was my chest. Hoodies. <laughs> it was, there was them hoodies with the like, um, 
where they be tied together in a knot. The um the strings that come down. Oh, <laughs> that bro, look, bro, ch- chinos bro, and vans. Bro. Oh my, chinos and vans. It's like if Takeshi Six Nine could actually like dress the world. Like that's that's actually I think that that was what was happening. It was actually mad. I'm seeing rape. You know those like I had like this one where I had this massive chain on my neck. I uh, you know what. If you're under the age of 16, you should not be allowed social media. Yeah, and also, it's you, annoying because I feel like kids these days, they, they're not going through that phase of just looking hella claps. I kind of feel sorry for them as well, though. Because they're, they're coming into this, like, Kim Kardashian era. Yeah, no, it's, de- they're like, it's definitely deep on, like, that level. Because, like, just because I feel like they're, they're, being, they're being taught from early that you shouldn't. Go out and boot cuts. Oh my god, <laughs> and and dead creps and like and a new a new era hat. Oh god, those. Honestly, one thing I said to myself is that my Facebook pre two thousand and twelve don't even bother because even if you at me in something, I'll I'll rage out it. I'll but, pretend like I didn't see. But that's it. the thing, yeah. When I was stepping out ten years ago, I was like, that's that's black. <laughs> That's that splash. Like, I, I had that drip from hey Brandon. <laughs> the girl's like, hey Brandon, what you got out? <laughs> like, don't, don't worry about sweetheart. it. Don't worry about it. It's that splat. Don't worry about that, sweetheart. That's don't that, that splat. Yeah, no, like, I genuinely thought I was doing something to them when I, when I came out of the house in year nine when I was going to Link Girls. I thought, yeah, I'm coming on the streets in smoke. Oh. Looking fantastic. But no. Bro, bro shout, shout out me 10 years ago, man. I, I didn't have a clue. <laughs> I did not have a clue. But it's, it's, it's kind of crazy. I also saw this, like, really cool, like, thread where it was, like, um, men over the age of 30 um, give you advice to men in their 20s. And I thought that was, like, really interesting how seeing if there were any patterns and, like, what all these plus 30-year-old men were, like, trying to, like, tell... They're young. Like, but they all seem to be just... People 10 don't, years Don't ago. get... <laughs> <laughs> don't get pinned down just beat as much as you can which is I mean it was it was definitely like live your life <laughs> because these these you know well apparently live your life we, and when you hit your 40s it's supposed to be like one of your um, most loneliest periods in your actual lifetime like, like 40s right? yeah 40 to like 55 it's supposed to be a super lonely period of your life but aren't you a parent then exactly which is weird right that's why those mid kind of explains those midlife crises. Yeah, no, crises. I feel like crises. I thought it was. I thought with midlife crises, like you just have. It's just because you you finally clock that like, yeah, you're in your midlife. Like <laughs> I'm 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 22 and I'm already panicking. Like, oh, man, it's all mad. So where's the yacht, bro? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Where's the yacht? I'm nearly 25. Yeah. <laughs> I, need I need to be living that big money lifestyle, but. Yeah, so yeah, one of the true. one of the things that kept on coming up was like travel. Like they're all telling everyone like travel as much as you can. Yeah, and it was weird because like I know certain people that like haven't even been on a plane, which is to me is to be twenty nineteen and have only seen Peckham is mad. <laughs> yeah, but I'm also I'm always in two minds about advice like that because I feel like on the even though I know you can get cheap flights. I think it's this. It's two elements to me because number one, I feel like sometimes I feel like it's a bit of a privileged position because not everyone 
is really in a position to fly out, even though I know that you can get cheap flights. Yeah, it's a, it's but a cheap wait, flight. But wait, hold on. But the second get bit, the second away. bit is the second bit is not even about finances. It's about like you know, it'd be, like you hear that whole. I feel that's that. I think it's a fable, or whatever. Where it's like there's the elephant, where it's, it's a baby. When there's a what do you call a baby elephant or something? <laughs> what do you? Call what do you? Call, that's a good. We're gonna have to research that. A baby elephant. A baby, a baby <laughs> elephant. No, but like it's like when it was. It's like it's, it just doesn't make any sense. Maybe it's not an elephant in this story. Anyway, it's a baby, some sort of mammal. Where it's attached to <laughs> some sort of mammal. Man just jumped a mammal. <laughs> but it's some sort of mammal with like a rope. It's like attached to like a tree when it's young, right? And like it can't escape, right? And then yeah. obviously gets older and older, gets stronger and able to like escape from it. But then it still can't move. And the the point of that fable, I'm about to link it back. Yeah, in. I really want to know <laughs> where. Is that I feel like a lot of people, if you're brought up in a household where traveling isn't seemingly meant for you where you are brought up in a household where the idea of even going on holiday has just been laughed at by maybe your single parent or just both parents and it's just about making ends meet sometimes even when you get to a place where you are maybe more capable of doing it and especially in the era of social media where those who travel make it seem like they're part of fucking Jesus's crew of elite super warriors. <laughs> that like, you might think that, you might think that, oh, this is still not meant for you and your people or meant for, this is something that is worth your time. Like, so, in that, so sometimes, I'm not saying this is a vast majority yet. Sometimes I feel like that is something that holds people back. But still, regardless of that, I would say that if you can, I try not to sound like a snob. Travel is wavy. I say. See, that's, well, that's the thing, though. I think there's no excuses for anyone not to, like, just... Because it's, it's, it's good for you as a person. Like, it's one, it's one of the things, yeah. No, like, I think like, if I'm I was going to have a kid, I'm literally, like... Obviously, I will be balling. Like, I'll, I'll be doing <laughs> my... Force. Amen. By, by, Alleluia. Alleluia. <laughs> by force, I'll be balling. But, like, at the end of the day, the, one of the first things they do after they're educated is just going, seeing the world. Like, you, you genuinely... And we're going to be doing that anyway from when they're young because mm. I think it's just so good in terms of being able to communicate with people from different cultures. Like, being in a workplace now where... I work with French people, I work with Greeks, I work with Italians, I work with people from Africa, like, global company. You need so. a lot of buff things. Yeah. You, need, you need to, you do need to be able to, like, communicate with everybody. Two, it's just, like, development of your character. I just think travelling is the single most important thing that I think any human can do. Yeah. And it kind of, like, breaks down all this bullshit that is Brexit and stuff like that and building walls and all of that madness it's like yeah, we're if saying people that, actually went there's, there's enough Sandras and Barrys who live in Spain who still want to fucking Brexit <laughs> you know what let me, let's not even chat about that here before I'd I love to fact check that I lose, lose, lose my temper man them in Benidorm are shouting for Brexit no I think there was actually an account where like someone had tweeted about taking about sovereignty and it was like from somewhere in the south of France and it was like, the guy has a house there. I was like, you are a, you're a, you're a superstar clown. That's what you are. Um, Any, anyway, that's my, not even going on. Man like Nigel. <laughs> man like Nigel Faraghi. <laughs> man like Nigel Faraghi. No, okay. So, on that kind of note, do you have any advice for 10 years ago you? Oh, that's mad. Um, 
I would, I would tell myself 10 years ago um, that your dreams are able to kind of like shift with you as a person. Like there's no reason, don't get me wrong, like your, your childhood dream is something like that's beautiful mm. in that sense. But as you grow as a person, as you see the world, as you see more things, allow your dreams to also, like, change, which I think is, like, super important. Yeah. Where some, some people really lock themselves down into this one thing and, and that they decided when they were, like, four years old. Yeah. And it's, it's mad to, to me to think that, yeah, the four-year-old you is no, is, might not be the 16-year-old you mm. or the 25-year-old you mm. and the 35-year-old you. Like, it's all of these people, I believe, should have different dreams some obviously some things should stay but don't be afraid of change like change is awesome and also be inherently true to yourself mm. like never that's that's why the at is let me be k because <laughs> you have hey, to let me, i don't even know it's that let me be k yeah you have to you definitely have to inherently let yourself be you know yourself mm. another important advice know yourself yeah i find that's i think that's super weird in the in the sense that we how can we really weirdly not know ourselves so i i read this blog Mm. on this girl that was really championing um traveling alone Mm. which uh which ties in crazy nice with what we've been saying she was like the reason why she's really telling people don't be afraid to go travel by yourself and she was directing this at women because obviously women are more at risk, yeah. more at risk to like mad things happening mm. and whatnot. But she was saying this: if you're a girl or boy, really take a, one opportunity to just go somewhere by yourself and just see it and kind of like have that conversation with yourself. Put yourself, test your like comfort zone, mm. like develop relationships with people that you might not necessarily have the opportunity to meet yeah. when you're there with all your friends and that. Yeah. And she said, it's as corny as it sounds. Like, when she did that, she really did find herself and yeah. she was forced to, like, look inwards a lot. And she just kind of came out of the whole experience knowing where she wants to go in life a lot more, knowing, like, what she likes and dislikes a lot more. Like, yeah, know, knowing yourself is... It's crazy because I think I do think a lot of the time we 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 may not actually know ourselves, and I think the people that are so successful in life know themselves like to the as more than the average person might, and are able to follow that, follow what they want to do, yeah, with precision for a lot longer, just because they inherently they understand. No, I mean that's really true, but also yeah, I just feel like it's. Like, you're right in the sense that, like, not knowing yourself, I think it's a lot more common. Or Because I feel like it's this idea that, obviously, you're yourself. Of course I know myself, what you're talking about. But I feel like, and this is not anyone's fault. Like, this is not even me saying that, like, I can happily say I've faced the same issues. But, like, when you're born in the context of a certain household, in a certain society, whatever, so much of what you are meant to think, feel, whatever... It's kind of pushed onto you. You can have maybe more liberal parents with more understanding to like what you say, and you might live in a bit more liberal society. But overall, like so much of the way you think and see things is going to be based on 
external factors. And that's not me, I'm not undermining, that's not me going as extreme as saying, oh, no one has an original way of thinking or original whatever. But when it comes to the whole knowing you yourself, you end up sometimes doing, like, doing things which you really shouldn't do in the sense that, like, it ends up harming yourself more, but you think you'd be capable of doing it. Um, capable of doing it fine just because your boys can do it or your girls can do it or you're like just your friends in general doing all the lines because not everyone not everyone's built the same way like I feel like when it comes to a lot of things like even not to even bring it to the trivial like certain people need to understand that they can't do jokes in the sense that <laughs> not, not that they're not funny but it's like you know how certain friendships you know you can banter you can say something about this you can do that you can post a slip of this person and you can do that and you can, you're can, you fine with that. But I think there's a lot of people, especially a lot of guys, I feel, because the whole idea is like, like a lot of male like, friendships is like, I sh- people can do the madness and get away with it that are not built to be those kind of friendships because they're getting way too upset over certain things. And that's not me saying, like, you should, everyone should just be happily, I'm condoning people violating each other in friendships or anything like that. But something as trivial as that, like, if you know that you can't, you're not ready to have that kind of dynamic with certain people then just you don't need to be friends with certain people just stuff like that but I feel like again it's a, it's a, it's a bit of, it's a one where it's like it's a lot easier to say it rather than like actually well, a, lot e- a lot easier said than done because sometimes it means removing yourself from like something that you generally feel that you feel comfortable in does that make sense like a surrounding or a group of people or a friendship or whatever so yeah that, that's so why? So you're saying you'd remove yourself from certain situations? Not even, not even like remove, but like say for example, if you, well, yeah, but like if you just know, it's a weird one though. But it's like either remove or just set set like a standard because like if you generally, if there's someone who like you know you generally beyond banter you don't like when he says some shit about you to do with a certain topic, if you know that like. At the end of the day, even if you banner that person back, that person goes off smiling, you go off being pissed for the next two <laughs> weeks. You need to tell him. You need to tell him or her. You need you to tell whoever. Like, to pattern him bro, fucking stop that because it's not whatever. Even if, like, and, and but the reality is no one wants to be risk called it being called moist or being called, like, oh, you're a bit soft. And so it's just stuff like that. And that's obviously a trivial point in terms of, like, friendship banner. But it's the same thing according to way people approach relationships or approach certain jobs like <laughs> someone I was speaking to another friend about this talking about how everyone like on LinkedIn but said like oh I want to work in a high fast like a fa- fast paced environment bare of us are not built to work in a fucking fast paced environment yeah, I'm not but, built to work in a fucking fast paced environment but you know what but you know you need if to they, put that down if they don't say that they ain't getting the job no but things I'm not, I'm not trying to pretend I'm not trying to be one of those like naive people like, oh no just make sure be true to yourself don't put down your fucking I want to I want to work in a really slow paced kind of place where everyone's chilling we're not doing too much work <laughs> yeah that would be a bit crazy so you know hire me if you want to hobbies not much. <laughs> Need no money. <laughs> <laughs> I got bills to pay. <laughs> well, no, but it's just like for that splat. <laughs> Need to pay for all this. Need to pay for this splat. All this splat. <laughs> I guess it's just no, but it's generally just knowing that um, sometimes you aren't built for a certain career, and that you can force yourself in there, but and you might be okay in the sense that like you might be able to do the job, but you're going to pay somewhere down the line. Like, 
and eventually it's going to take its toll. So it's just, yeah, it's a big deal. And we've went on the maddest tangent. I forgot. <laughs> we were talking, no, we were, we're talking, talking about advice. We were talking yeah. about advice, weren't yeah. we? Yeah, the advice, like, my kind of, like, main form of advice was really know yourself inherently because that's going to, like, really determine a lot of, like, the kind of things that you want to do. And, and yeah, and as you go through these different life changes, understanding where you are at these places is really important, especially when it comes to, like, finding jobs, making relationship decisions. Like, yeah, fam, if you're... If you know yourself truly, truly that you're not ready to possibly wife this girl, then you just need to... You, you, need to, to, you need to leave her alone, or you need to well, leave her you, alone. You at least need to tell yourself. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I ain't telling myself. But um, yeah, for advice from ten years ago. Yeah, what would you what would you tell yourself? Um, jokey and a good one. A good one would be more along the lines of "Don't worry as much," because I felt like I was always like, I know I'm always happy for a bit of competition, but like like I said. It's now I realise it wasn't necessarily just worry, it was anxiety as well. But um, it would also be just a bit of a reassurance that the world's not going to end if you don't get like 9A stars or something along those lines. Or you'll still be fine um, achieving, like, putting putting your all in and achieving at like a good level. Like, just because it's not that level, that doesn't mean, like, nothing, it really doesn't matter when you get to the real world, really. Like, and that, just, yeah, just, and just, just enjoy it. Like, I feel like, now that all, that school's over and done with, like, I miss it a bit sometimes in the, in the sense of like, being around certain people so regularly and just, but wow, school, what you just said is so school was so funny like I just yeah I'm just saying that like just just enjoy it because like your 70 11 seem to go so quickly and generally yeah, just just, yeah. Just, en- just enjoy it a bit more relax and then don't be so the source will come <laughs> yeah, yeah it will come what you just said was so interesting because my boss I'm not going to name any names but he's he's earning a lot of money <laughs> a lot a lot of money he's he's earning really well he did his degree in philosophy, fam. My grandparents would be rolling in their graves. <laughs> Philosoph- philosopher what? <laughs> philosopher who? Philosophy pa- pa- paddy? Paddy? Philosopher black club. Philosopher black club fee. But, um... They would... Cause, and, and it's true, like, you just need well, to... Theresa May got a 2-2 in, what, like, geography from... But then again, like, there well, are... That's from Cambridge, there. Yeah. Cambridge. <laughs> They're from one of them. She got, she got a first in running three weeks of field, so... <laughs> Useless, damn bitch, bro. I hate her in fashion. Anyway, but yeah, like, she, um... It's, it's one of those things, yeah, like, but even though, okay, I'm not, let's also not pretend, like, it's the same as the 70s, where you can just get a degree from... Let me not even let me not even send for any unis, but get 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 a degree from like a polytechnic or whatever, and then <sighs> just say it. Up. DMU. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would even I would even think about that. You like DMU, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> I said DMU. Okay, so if you want to come rush Bola, his address. <laughs> no, but yeah, no, but I feel like it's not like I met, days where I you met just... someone doing um a, a, a degree in events at DMU. <laughs> But they were just a promoter from down the street. Yeah. They, weren't, they weren't even there doing the degree. But yeah, no, like generally, I, okay, let, let me not pretend like we, it's not a completely different 
time from the 80s or 70s. But at the same time, yeah, I feel like what what unless you're you're going into like a specific setting, like you're becoming a specific kind of engineer, a doctor, a lawyer, whatever. So many people don't end up doing jobs related to degrees. And for me, I'm I'm still kind of a bit unsure. I'm working I'm working in a working in a school at the moment, which is like heavily related to my degree in terms of progression to the next step of like getting more experience working with What's, what was that process like for you out of interest? Like deciding like not necessarily finding what you wanted instantly and then deciding, okay, I'm gonna go to the school and like take it that route. Like I think because I, I think it's, it'll be interesting for people to hear like of any more psychology students. Right. Well basically for me so I mean, as you came out of uni, you just you had that degree in your hand. You know, you walked across the stage. Did you meet Seb Coe? Was it? I met Seb Coe. I got yeah. a picture of Seb Coe. Man, like, um, you come back home. I feel like you have this mad feeling of just like you're in free fall. Like, whoa! That no, that I, whole post university time, like, it was weird. My summer, I was so like uni had aged me about thirty four years with my dissertation, my two exams in the space of a month. And by when I finished uni, I was actually so done with actually hearing anything to do with psychology. So I was just like, I was still things. I was still applying for jobs because obviously I'm I live in a Nigerian household. The money needs to come. It needs to come quick. It comes soon. So I'm like, like you're going back you know, to Nigeria. <laughs> so I was like I needed to get a job. I needed to have some sort of income. But like, um, like I'd been I was putting in. I'd been doing applications actually since before I left uni. Um, and a lot of jobs I wanted, I was like trying to go for like jobs in the NHS, like like as a psych assistant, and um, a lot of them were they weren't really grad schemes. So you couldn't really apply for them until you got your degree, basically. So I was still like dropping applications that, or even just similar related kind of jobs um, for like psychology graduates, and um, wasn't having too much luck. And I realized a lot of it was due to my experience. And then I realized that. A, a route that a lot of people who are psychology graduates do is they become like teaching assistants learning support assistants in schools primary schools secondary schools because you then get to build up the whole having a year experience working with like vulnerable people and then it's also like for your first job out of uni it's not like okay I'm going into like an intense intense role and then, cool. and then I think is when I I think for me like it was part of that also realisation that I just came out of uni that I, I, there's no rush like there is there's like there is that like, you shouldn't not be proactive but I think there's so much especially people we can say from our culture um, definitely especially it's a big Nigerian thing but I know it's also like a West African thing in general that like it's so much about getting your degree and then getting that job and then being well, able to pay back your parents immediately <clears throat> your, your, your family instantly kind of assumes like as soon as this degree is lands lands okay since the mixtape drops I've done my job now, where's your job? <laughs> like, generally, that's what... So, but I just... Like, my mum was quite supportive throughout the whole um, phase, i definitely say. Like, I was like, I do want to get into... I do still want to get into kind of that field. But then I was like, there's no need to, like, rush and make sure I definitely want to become a psych assistant and then definitely maybe go back and do a master's. And then, because I was aiming to possibly long-term long get into clinical psychology... And then at some point, hopefully, get accepted onto the clinical doctorate. Like, it was a very, like, four or five-year plan. But, like, you read up about it. There's people who got onto the doctorate at age 29 or age 31. And not saying I wanted to wait 10 years for it, but it just kind of shows that, like, 
it made me deep that I was actually just 22 and I was actually probably young and that taking a year out, not a year, taking a year out, but working for a year in a job which wasn't going to kill me and I was still going to get paid and it was going to be great for my experience was the smartest option to do. And generally it annoys me now because it's such a smart option to do that. I wish I had spent, I basically just decided to do it for the start of my summer or like from uni and then that way I would have been able to just have my summer set just like without all that job hunting stuff. You know what? It's crazy because I was, I was saying like, I did a degree in economics and finance Mm. and that was, that Mm. was, yeah, that was a, that was not nice. Mm. Um, However, so my, the whole kind of like progression point from that was like, okay, go work for a bank, go work for, or a major consultancy Work in the city, yeah. Yeah, like go to the city. That was kind of like, what was expected of me but that's when I kind of had in those in that job hunting and looking at the kind of roles and looking at the lifestyle that you're going to kind of get from all of this it was really interesting where I had this conversation with myself where I realized whoa like you're inherently a creative you want to work um in the creative industry and it was really important that I had that soundboard towards myself in terms of like tapping into those yeah and those by the time we got to like you got to your final of uni you'd already started your business hadn't you you'd already been a year or two deep yeah so i was yeah we yeah we were like a year and a half deep and had that experience of really working for myself in this industry which was an experience in itself that was really important and it opened my eyes as to like okay when I actually tap into doing something that makes kind of like feeds or services yourself mm-hmm. things things happen really quickly you're way more successful and you're actually doing something that helps you like get out of bed and all of those kind of things yeah. and it all loops back into like that kind of almost mental health thing again which is super strange and so yeah I, I went through that process and um, ended up after a while. And in that process, I do feel like people have to understand you're going to get so many notes. Like, you're not... Yeah. Yes, you're going to hear the stories where um, so many of these amazing companies are fighting over this one person. And naturally... You they're sauce. Gonna, yeah. You splash. Naturally, they're <laughs> going to, like, tell you... They're going to be shouting from the rooftops, like, oh, all of these companies want me. Um, but for the average person, well, we I just found out earlier this week that actually if you're black, you have to send out 80% more applications to get a positive response. Yeah, so an extra layer <laughs> of the whole graph to get, yeah. Which is... You, you're trying to see the that's, that's crazy in itself. But um, yeah, you need to... You need to accept you're going to get so many no's, but you have to carry on going. Like, you have to really understand where you want to go, fight for that, keep going for it, and then you'll end up doing something that you love. And, yeah, I'm in a nice place right now. He's good. I'm, I'm you Gucci. About... I'm Gucci. <laughs> you can't see where we're filming right now, but if you could, you see he's good. Yeah, good. yeah. We, we're living correct. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's that splat. <laughs> that splat. Okay, alright, cool. So, like, what's... I, I feel like, yeah, we should get into the moments. Do you want to tell them a little bit about that? 
My moment of the week. Are we doing? Tell, tell them like moment what, of the week what, and then track what, of the week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I, think, I think you should go track of the week first. Track of the week first. Okay. So right. every week we're gonna give you our favorite tracks and our favorite moments as to like what's happened, either like personally or something that's happened, um, kind of like internally or something that's just happening in the world. And yeah, we just want to highlight that and see what's happening out of all of that. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. My that's tune of the week which is probably everyone's tune of the month is Russ Gunlean 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 man Gunlean Gunlean on the beat as well for everyone boys and girls flick your shoulder use them well left right left right left right left right Michael Jackson twist up your leg athlete don't run out of breath beef who mate, give it a rest That's your one, I'm sucking the rest Oh shit, Russ did it again War is war, can't reason with them Still trying to smoke them like blem I lost my sis so I don't need friends Ten, 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 excellent tongue Won't please come, look at a bum If you didn't run, you would have been Head and chest ain't aiming for legs Assess it, grab it, check it Fill it, press it, keep it Clean it, park it, repeat it Gun lean man, gun lean Gun lean on the beat as well for everyone, boys and girls, flick your shoulder, use them well. Left, right, left, right, left. <laughs> it has to be, man. That, that, I've been gullying everywhere, just in, in class, like literally, man. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. You know what, what? What I find really funny about gullying is that every time you want to, he tells you to go left, I feel like everyone's well, like leading I, right. Well, we said it, but it's cursed. That song's like, the beat, the way the beat plays makes you go right when, it's, when they say left. Which is, so you have to readjust yourself really like, awkwardly. Just, I, I feel like it's a moment in the tune where every... You can't, you can't freestyle that dance. You have to prepare yourself. Before you get into it, you have to prepare yourself seriously. Yeah, yeah. My, my ex would be like looking at her hands trying to figure out which way is left or right. <laughs> We got always left, right, right. <laughs> left. Hold up the L side. Uh, I'm gonna end up dislocating my shoulder. I'm not even gonna lie. Oh, like, the, the, the power I'm putting into that lean, but yeah, no, that's a banger. Ras gun lean. I don't even need to promote it. It's, it's there. But yeah, it's there. It's did you did you the, see the, the um, remix? Oh yeah, I'm saying that's by the remix to the original. I don't know yet. I, I think I don't know. I, I think probably the remix. But yeah, no, the remix is like top ten, isn't it? Oh, yeah, we missed, yeah. It just dropped into the yeah, top ten. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Did you did you actually see um, Nicki Minaj's ex do his own version of Gun Lead? Oh, Safari. <laughs> this guy is so he's so washed. Oh, he's so yeah. washed. That's harmless, bro. He's just <laughs> no, they're both they're both washed. But yeah, actually, sh- sorry, Nicki. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> we love you, Nicki. <laughs> No, I, I saw that. I actually started laughing. But it's just... I, it's it crazy kinda, how big that tune's kind of slapped, though. Yeah, yeah. His dancing was mad. <laughs> yeah, the dancing was like... Okay, if you listen to it without watching it, you're like... A little, why, why you know that Jay-Z Americans are, like, Americans are so corny, though. Like, they're yeah. so over the top. No, but that's just their culture. Like, everything everything they do, from the food, it's just, to the guns, to the... To their remixes... <laughs> To their presidents, their <laughs> left, their man. Oh, it's like, uh, yeah, everything to the extreme. Like, okay, it's, yeah, it's, and it's actually mad. Yeah, Gunley, Russ, the remix or the original one, both of them. I'm just gonna include them with one together. My, my team of the week, probably okay. my team of the next week as well. Yeah, yeah, I, I can imagine. Left. I can, I can right. imagine. Um, my track of the week. I've got, a, I've got to go with 
um, Chi Virgo thinking. on my mind, no, can't say it, can't say it Cause I can't start to justify when my tension's been straying So pour me up another drink, so I can tell you what I think What I think about, what I think about, yeah, pour it up into the brink Lies get right to it Cut out all the bullshit Low-key wanna do this Because I'm thinking about you think it's a banger. She Virgo thinking. Yeah. Sensational. Sensational. Yeah. Sensational tune. Okay, it's, it's a big tune. Um, the first big tune, first song released by Chi Virgo. Yeah, Chi Virgo. Um first song thinking yeah. on Spotify and all major platforms now. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a hit. And you know what's interesting as well is I like the idea of having this um almost this underground um scene of like pop R and B influenced pop music in London and you kinda of seen like people like Georgia Smith grow out of that. You've mm. seen um, Shiva go come to the landscape. There's a load of other artists that I think are like super talented, and yeah, I've never really seen like that kind of music really have like almost an underground culture where it's not really been brought to the forefront so much. And I think she's really like championed that style. Yeah, she's doing her thing, man. Like, yeah, I like it. I like what she's doing with it. It's uh, a banger. It's, it's a banger. Like, I don't, I don't even. Like, oh, I, it's probably a problem with me, but all my playlists are just like drill, rap, you're grime. Just, you're just, just, aggress- I'm just you're an aggressive guy, bro. <laughs> like, I don't have any slow jams playlists. No, at all. You know why? It's because you're in the gym. <laughs> just, mm, mm. Like, I don't have any slow jam playlists at all. They use just all like literally old school BBK freestyles. It's definitely, it's definitely one for the ladies, I would say. Yeah, but, but um, it, 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 I, I generally it. enjoy that, and I've had it on repeat. So go stream that. Go have it on repeat. Stream that. Buy that. Buy that, get get on that. So, bro, tell me about your moment of the week. A few moments later. My moment of the week. Okay. All right. (laughs) Okay. All right. To give a bit of context, um, I work in a primary school. So, um, working year four, dealing with kids age eight to nine. And these kids are nuts, bro. Like, they're... they're, I thought... I get I get told that people are jealous of me because I finish work because I'm a TA so I finish work at like three thirty three forty five, um, but the energy I get expended by having to deal with these kids all day it somehow balances out it must balance out from those extra two hours between three and five, but um, anyway yeah on um, on Wednesdays I take I take these lots swimming, and um, obviously I had a class that I took before and. The class I was with now, I was the only male teacher um, that went with them. So I was the only one in the change room with the boys. And last time when I went with the last class, they were fine getting changed room in front of each other. They were calm. They were like, you know what? It is what it is. There's a little bit of giggling. But I was like, you know what? These lot are kind of mature, you know? I was like, good. Come to this class now. Jesus Christ. First, first change, first time getting changed. People are screaming. People are hiding behind, like, these, like, 
little chi- you know the things you can drag around which you can change behind which they do yeah, like for models yeah. and whatever you're like oh my god everyone's just screaming going nuts and I'm just there like you guys you guys need to calm down you guys need to grow up anyway now one kid just goes <laughs> basically one kid just goes guys guys calm down everybody in the world has a penis <laughs> and then <laughs> then another kid stops and goes no 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 not everyone only men only boys do and then <laughs> This this kid, yeah, he was putting on his jumper. He stopped, turned 90 degrees, looked at the other kid. He was like, wait, what do women have? <laughs> the good kid's like, no, they have something else. They have something else. He was, he was, literally, it was literally like he had just seen like an alien for the first time. And, and where he you, just and seen. <laughs> and you as the responsible adult said, listen, guys, only men have been. And then you then reveal. Oh my, oh my goodness, please. I'm, gonna... I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> No, it's too We're going to go, we're swinging after this. I'm going to go beat you up outside. No, but, yeah. <laughs> that was jokes. I just, I tears were running down my eyes, but it was like, the thing is, I was trying to tell them to hurry up and get changed so they can just start swimming. But I was creasing so much. And yeah, no, my mum was traumatised, but I didn't get why at age, he was nine years old. I, I swear, at age nine, you know. Like, I just worry about that household, bro. Like, what's, what's, going, what's going on there? Like, I think, the thing is, I only see him get picked up by his dad, so I'm not sure if his... But even still, surely at that age, you've had enough... You have a little bit of sex education like you're free, then you like I don't, just you're, basic you're anatomy. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Clearly, yeah. like, when, when he came out of that, I was like, you know what? Bless you, but also, what's going on? Oh, uh, uh, yeah. You, you've actually you've inspired mine. I I was gonna talk about um the film, the Uncivil War, talking about Brexit, and yeah. it's, it's that's just yeah. You you've inspired my one. So I I I actually had like a proper lol moment yeah. when, when I was in the office like fully like I had my headphones on I spat out my coffee I started laughing like everyone like looked at me like what the hell it was it was so funny <laughs> so I'm there like scrolling through Twitter and um <laughs> so I've got to compose myself I've got to compose myself um I was looking at this kind of thread of the stupidest um, stuff like men have ever done and it's almost like a kind of like confession thread where mm. men on Twitter are just kind of like telling the world some of the stupidest shit they've ever done basically and so I'm I'm watching well I'm reading this tweet and the guy so it's, to give you some context he's like a 35 year old man and he's looking to buy a new toilet with him and his girlfriend slash wife I'm not sure so he walks into the, um, he's describing it, and when written down, it's a lot more eloquent than how I put it right now. But it was so funny. So he's um, he's walked into this um, toilet store shop kind of thing, and he's um, talking about various options with the sales guy of the toilets, and he's like, ah, oh, such a so annoying, like talking about different kind of seats and how they like go down. And he kind of like jokingly said to the um, salesman, oh, it's like, I better get a seat for the toilet for the missus, you know. She'll, <laughs> she'll, she'll go through the room if I don't bring, a, bring back a seat for the toilet. He was like, yeah, <laughs> of course, make sure you put it down and all, all of this kind of stuff. He's like, yeah, 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 I know, I know. And then he's like, God, but 
oh, if it wasn't for the missus, there's, there's just no need for them, really. And the guy's like, he's laughing about it. And then he's like, he does slyly go to the guy, well, obviously, you'll still need a seat as well and you want to do shit. <laughs> and, and the guy's just had like one of those, um, have you seen those memes where it goes like really black, uh, goes black and white and it's like, hello, don't yeah. <laughs> So he's had one of those moments where he started arguing with the guy saying, well, no, obviously, I don't, I don't need a toilet seat. Like, you know, as a man, you don't use toilet seats. He's like, no, no, you, you, you do. Because yeah, yeah. when you want to do shit, you use the toilet seat. And this guy's realised, this 35-year-old man has realised that for the last 35 years, <laughs> just he's been, been using toilets wrong. On bare, on bare. <laughs> on he, just, he's been sitting on rims of toilets. And he's been probably been doing that in public as well. On like man's been in the man's been a KFC toilet just and he goes bare back in the room. Oh he, my he, goodness! He goes as a thirty-five year old man bare back in the toilet. I've just realised bare, I've been bare cheeks, bare bomb on the public. To- it's, it was so funny. Honestly, he's he's realised he's been using toilets wrong his whole life, and that just cracked me up, bro. I can't even lie. That was my <laughs> my moment of the week. Yeah, it was. It actually had me like creasing. Man. It had you dead in stitches. Oh, it's it's too much, honestly. Um, but yeah, track of the week definitely Chivago for me. Yeah, let's reload that. Reload you should that. reload that. Yeah, get that playing. Get that playing. Get those streams up. But, Share um, it. Yeah, away away from that. The moments. <laughs> the moment. Yours. You've also got me thinking about that. Um, <laughs> That thing where the the American guy, where he's <laughs> he's talking about um, doing one of those escapism things. <laughs> yeah, he's like, <laughs> basically, it's a video of this guy in America, and he's doing like, kind of like, oh, I'm 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 gonna escape this, and he's usually like, he's he's dunked him. It's usually like he's dunked in water or like one of those things. Like, oh, if I don't escape in a minute thirty or something, I'll fall to my death. But no, this done right. There's a bunch of kids lined up in front of him. And he's like, I've I've got these handcuffs around my wrists, and I need to escape from them in like a minute. If I don't escape from them in a minute, my trousers will be cut, and I'll be revealing myself to all these kids. There's a police officer right, <laughs> and he'll arrest me because. And this is the first time on American national TV that I will be risking being put on the sex offenders list. <laughs> that country is just everything's mad about that country, bro. That country's just mad. You know what? Oh like, my gosh! Yeah, that was that was that was a funny moment for me. There was a few funny moments this week actually. It's it's been it's been a funny week. A very bad, a very funny week. Apart from that, I don't think my week was even that funny. They were just this. These kids, man. <laughs> These kids. So, let me let me let me not exaggerate. Eighty percent of the time, seventy five percent of the time, seventy four point five. They make me laugh and they're cool, but the other twenty five percent is them man are just stressing me. It's wild, stressing me. I can, never, I can never imagine being a teacher, bro. You just have to. I I could. Well, technically, I'm not even a full teacher, but even just, but I have to take classes, and sometimes I have to cover whole classes. And when you're there, standing in front of 39-year-olds, you just, a new spirit within you comes, <laughs> comes how, forth. How do you even shout at kids? Like, I can't even imagine shouting at a kid. You just have to either, you just have to do it with your chest, because they can sense when you're not in it. If you don't shout with your chest... Really? Is, are they like animals that like they can sense fear? That's it. If you don't shout with your chest, they, <coughs> nothing's happening. 
Because they, they still think it's all clock. Or you have to threaten to like they have this star system where if you take their star, it gets they get a text home to their parents. Not the stars. Not the, star. <laughs> Not the gumdrop butters. <laughs> but yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Or you just have to stick on them. Sometimes you stick on one kid and then the rest of them fall in line. I swear. And you just have to make you an just, example. You make an example of one. Yeah. And then you're not even, you're not even pissed that off. That is some make... slave master mentality, bro. <laughs> but I'm going to teach you. <laughs> Strike the enemy. So the rest of y'all know. <laughs> What's your name? Toby. <laughs> What's your name? Toby. <laughs> That's your name, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. Wow. So just, wow. What? Whoa, whoa, whoa. We went. Wow. I think we, like, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm cutting that. I'm cutting that. <laughs> bro, wait, hold on. That's not getting to the bra. Is that, that's that's going. That's okay, going. I'm in. cutting that. Um, that's going in. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't even know how we got here, but um, yeah, kids. For those of you that he was actually doing whipping actions, <laughs> no. I saw his hand going no. up and down. This. Is, Listen, for so, that's gonna be a jump. The Daily Mail. What man. you do in your own bedroom is not for this podcast, bro. Well, wait, hold on. Have <laughs> we gone from kids to the bedroom? Is that wait? What? Okay. Anyway, like the Daily Mail will report that two young black men talk about whipping their own kind, make slave jokes on fun inverted commas podcast. Anyway, yeah. Work in a school if you have patience. If yeah, not, don't. It's, it's all very mad. It's all very, very mad. Okay. All right. No, I think let's. Yeah, I feel like we got to wrap up. Bro. We got to wrap that up there before like, we I definitely say fun. before definitely get ourselves arrested. Yeah. Um, the government are listening. First of all, before we drop socials, um, the blog speakout.wordpress.com. It's a uh, free instead of an e for the speak up bit. Um, Instagram, wait, hold on. <laughs> wait, no, follow, yeah, follow me on that. Um, read that blog post, share it, subscribe. There'll be more stuff coming soon. It's not all just about mental health stuff. There'll be like different stuff coming. So yeah, get onto that. Do you want to say anything? Um, yeah, follow me. You know, <laughs> <laughs> basically. Hey, hey, hey guys. Um, no, nah, but wrapping up on like what we said, like there's some there's some cool points in the. I feel like especially on the mental health side, like, um, it's really, really important to get in tune with yourself. I think that's kind of, like, the thing that we kept on coming back to, I reckon. Like, yeah. being able, having that, um, more those conversations, those notes to self, I think are going to be, like, super life-changing. And, yeah, being honest with yourself and kind of, like, the actions off the back of that, I think would be really cool. Um yeah, 2009 was an L for the majority <laughs> of 2009 was a mess. <laughs> Don't wear boot cuts in 2019. Soldier Boy. <laughs> so, Soldier Boy was running 2009, boy. Drag! <laughs> and he's back again. So, But don't bring boot cuts back with him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the glow up was good. Enjoy that. Embrace that, everyone. Yeah, Congratulations to everyone's glow up from 2009. Because I think we all deserve a round of applause for that. Because, yeah, everyone's done bits. But yeah, um, on Instagram, it's AYO underscore AA. On Twitter, it's AYO underscore AA13. And oh yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. I'm not going to share Facebook. That's not necessary. Yeah, no, no, no <laughs> one's see Facebook. Because I'm not opening up. <laughs> um, all my socials, at LetMeBK, follow at Tish for all of those incredible gums and the culture. 
And yeah, let's uh, get it. Uh, before we go, I think everyone needs to hear this. The reason why we've been saying splat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been, we've been saying that way too much. Maybe the best meme of the year so far. Hold on. Always asking me what I got on. They be like, hey, Brandon, what you got on? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. This, that's splat. <laughs> that's, that's splat. That's splat. That's splat. That's splat right there. All right. Get your yeah. splat. And make sure to subscribe to this pod. Um, it should be on all like um, podcast sites, podcast websites. Just like it, we'll, we'll be getting them on all on pretty much all of them. And any of them we don't have for the first one, we'll try and work on it as we carry on going. And yeah, yeah, we have got some interesting stuff coming up for you guys. So thanks for listening. Ed. I think it's gonna be really cool. Welcome, yam and egg. <laughs> it's lit. All right, cool. Peace. Bye. Bye.